Hello everyone, the Lord be with you. I pray that we may all find something in this day that reminds us that the Lord is very close beside us as we journey through. Our reading today is from Matthew chapter 14 verses 1 to 12 and we read about the death of John the Baptist. At that time Herod the Tetrarch heard the reports about Jesus and he said to his attendants this is John the Baptist he's risen from the dead that is why miraculous powers are at work in him. Now Herod had arrested John and bound him and put him in prison because of Herodias his brother Philip's wife for John had been saying to him it is not lawful for you to have her. Herod wanted to kill John but he was afraid of the people because they considered John a prophet. On Herod's birthday, the daughter of Herodias danced for the guests and pleased Herod so much that he promised with an oath to give her whatever she asked. Prompted by her mother, she said, Give me here on a platter the head of John the Baptist. The king was distressed, but because of his oaths and his dinner guests, he ordered that her request be granted and had John beheaded in the prison. His head was brought in on a platter and given to the girl who carried it to her mother. John's disciples came and took his body and buried it. Then they went and told Jesus. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, today on the last of Erisa's reflections, she's entitled it, God's Rest, A Lived Reality. She says, this week we have met Jesus as he has been challenged for his care of the hungry, had his teaching rejected and his healing ministry questioned. What kind of rest is this? Perhaps it is more of a spiritual resilience that upholds us no matter what we might face. face. A depth of trust that allows us to grieve, rage or react however we might need to when life's pain becomes too much. I wonder if that was what sustained Jesus and his friends as they received news of John's gruesome death and quietly buried him. As a child at Sunday school, shielded from any expression of feelings, this was for me just a story, distant, not very real. Later, however, it did become very real. I remember when, on receiving an email asking me to pray for a family of faith whose son had died in a similar way, I began to understand how real that ancient story actually was. There was no comfort of time or distance now, no escaping the impact of it. Only tears and candlelight could articulate my prayers in the face of it. It was a reminder to me that there is neither distance nor time, not even faith, that can shield us from the depths of human suffering, nor from the reality that words won't always be able to express 
the impact we experience. Perhaps this is the time when faith has to become lived prayer, visible and real, embodying God's hope in a commitment to actively live in love with our neighbours, no matter the cost. Amen. Well, you know, I've learned over time that these ti- those times in my life when the unthinkable happens, the only thing I could cling on to was my faith in the one who would get me through the pain, the fear, the uncertainty, the loss, whatever it was. The things I had learned about who God is has become the foundation the solid rock of my belief system. He has become my lived reality. And I wouldn't have it any other way. Arise um, says, for further thought, we are used to using words to say what we believe. Can we trust that others might actually be able to see what we believe? Let us pray. Increase our trust, O God, so that we might learn to love our neighbour as you have loved us and to not be afraid. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. I invite you to hold up before God particular people or situations that spring to mind during this next prayer. Lord, we are aware that relationships often bring us both the greatest pleasure and the most acute pain. For those whose relationships are under pressure and strain, hold And help them, Lord. For those faced with difficult decisions in their lives at this time, hold and help them, Lord. For all who need to give, or to accept forgiveness. Hold and help them, Lord. For all who need comfort, support or affirmation. Lord, hold and help them. For those who have lost their way and need your guidance and wisdom. Lord, hold and help them. Lord, your desire is to enfold us all in your loving embrace. Hold us and those we have prayed for in your care. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer.
Today in our parish prayer calendar, we are praying for the Bishop of Huddersfield, Bishop Jonathan Gibbs and the Archdeacon of Halifax, um, Anne Daughtry. They are, uh, we are in the area, the Huddersfield Episcopal area, therefore Bishop Jonathan is our area bishop, Archdeacon Anne is our Archdeacon. Lord, we just pray for your wisdom on them in their lives uh, right now with all the things that they have to readjust to or change or deal with um, as um, there are so many uh, churches and clergy and church members who have to find a way through this pandemic as to how best uh, to worship, how best to use their buildings. And Lord, we look to them as our guide and lead. So we thank you uh, for them and for all the work that they are doing uh, these past few months uh, to encourage uh, the people that they serve. And we pray, Lord, that you would keep them both well and that all those in senior leadership in our diocese, that you would watch over them, keep them well, and bring them <clears throat> uh, through this, uh, having served their people well. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And with the breaking news today of the President of the United States and the First Lady um, both being tested positive for uh, coronavirus, along with other uh, aides and administrative people at the White House. Lord, we just pray for healing and deliverance from this disease on those who are affected. And we continue to pray for all the people um, known to us and not known to us who are at this time uh, experiencing the um, effects of this disease in their lives and on their family. Lord, we just continue to pray that there will be a vaccine found and that people will, will find um, a cure for this dreadful disease so that it does not become a life threatening thing and Lord it doesn't matter what colour or creed what political uh, status we have Lord when this thing hits people that's exactly what they are another human being who needs our prayers no matter what we think about their belief systems or their situation. We just ask for healing for all who are affected by this disease. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for all those who live and work on Bankfield Terrace, Beach Avenue, Beach Road, Beach View, Beach Villas, Belgrave Street, Belmont Street, Bentley Mount. 
may you keep those areas COVID free and those homes COVID free. And we pray that here in our town, people will want to do all that they can to keep one another safe. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And then we say together, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Amen. And so as we go, we ask that God who came to earth as a humble servant and who challenges us to empty ourselves of all pride and selfishness, Give us courage both to confess confess Jesus Christ as Lord and to live out our calling in equally humble service. And so, Lord, as we go, watch over each and every one of us. Bless us and keep us safe. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you always. Amen. Let us go in peace to love and serve the Lord. In the name of Christ. Amen. So um, tomorrow uh, we have our day of worship. And uh, we uh, I look forward to seeing those of you who can get to church. And sharing with you later on in the day uh, via um computer screens, TV screens, or whatever else. But may the Lord uh, be with us uh, until tomorrow. Bye for now.